fire. Air. My grandmother used to tell me stories about the old days. A time of peace. When the Avatar kept balance between the Water Tribes, Earth Kingdom, Fire Nation, and Air Nomads. But that all changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar mastered all four elements. Only he could stop the ruthless firebenders. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years have passed, and the Fire Nation is nearing victory in the war. Two years ago, my father and the men of my tribe journeyed to the Earth Kingdom to help fight against the Fire Nation, leaving me and my brother to look after our tribe. Some people believe that the Avatar was never reborn into the Air Nomads and that the cycle is broken, but I haven't lost hope. I still believe that somehow, the Avatar will return to save the world. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Santana's Nerve Flow Podcast. I'm your host and the captain of this ship, Santana. So if you know that intro, then you know that we're talking about Galodian's Avatar, The Last Airbender. So let's get into it. And if you think I'm talking about the, what is it, the 2009 original film Avatar from James Cameron, that's not the one I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Blue Navi. I'm talking about from 2005. It's an animated cartoon if you want to say created by nickelodeon and it's i i'm gonna say it's the original avatar (laughs) this is the first avatar i saw and to tell you the truth i was a little bit late to the party when it comes to this show i know my my younger brother used to watch it and i was like what what is this cartoon and then eventually i i saw an episode late night or like i jumped in like in the middle of an episode it was a a big battle going on a big fight going on i was like all right this is pretty interesting and i eventually i started from the beginning or actually I might have started from the second season book two and then I came back and redid it all from the beginning and I've been hooked on it ever since and it is it is quite quite a show it is quite a show it's one of the best uh at least from the from the 2000s era of Nickelodeon shows it's one of the best shows that they had on air so let's get into the characters or at least into the cast who played the characters who did the voice work we're talking about the main player of the show we're talking about Aang he's he's the avatar he and he's voiced by Zach Tyler Eisen. We're talking about Sokka. He's played by, or he's voiced by Jack DeSena. We're talking about Zuko, Prince Zuko. He's played by, or should I say, he's voiced by Dante Basco. We're talking about Toph, Toph Beifong. She's voiced by Michaela Jill Murphy. We're talking about General Fong. He's played, he's voiced by Daniel Day Kim. Um, we also have Katara, another main character. She's voiced by Mae Whitman. We're talking about Azula. Zuko's brother. She's voiced by Gray uh, Delisle. We got also, I mean, even they even got a voice actor for Appa, and Appa's just a giant flying bison, and he's voiced by D. Bradley Baker. We also have uh, voicing um, Uncle Iroh. We got Mako, and he's probably the most renowned actor of the cast here. He's done whew, thousands of movies, TV shows, voice acting. Um, I know he did pass away during, um, it might have been 
season three because there is another actor who plays uh, 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 Uncle Iroh. Uh, he's played by uh, Paul Sun Hyung Lee. But uh, Ma- I mean, he does a pretty good job as well. He, his voice is very similar to him. But Mako, <laughs> R.I.P. Man, he, he's I remember seeing the first time him in maybe like Conan the Barbarian. And that movie's old as hell, man. <laughs> uh, let's see who else we got. We got Olivia Hack. She voices Ty Lee. Um, Jenny Kwan. She voices Suki. Even the main man himself, Mark Hamill. He voices Fire Lord Ozai. Um, but let's see. Um, it looks like we had another actor voice uh, Iroh at a point also. Greg Baldwin. Like I said, um, the original actor, Mako, I believe he did pass away during, um, I believe it was the third season. We also have Cricket Lee. She's playing Mai. We got, um, I mean, that's, let's see. We also have James Gare. He, he voices uh, Avatar uh, Roku in the spirit world. I mean, there's quite a few actors. I mean, there's Will Whedon, James Hong, Clancy Brown, uh, Jason Isaacs. There's a lot of, lot of uh, I'm not going to say very, very popular actors, but uh, voices that you would know, like, uh, or names that you would know, like Ron Perlman. He's in it also. Uh, Robert Patrick, Brian Tochi. I mean, this, this uh, surprising, this uh, show has a lot of pretty big names in there. But uh, if we're talking about the main, the main crew, we're talking about Aang, we're talking about Katara, talking about Sokka, we're talking about Zuko, we're talking about um, Uncle Iroh, and I guess uh, Fire Lord Ozai, Toph. Th- those are the main crew that, that we stick around with. So we're just talking about the first season, or as they call it, Book One, Book One Water. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty long name. It's, it's literally Nickelodeon's Avatar, The Last Airbender, Book One Water. <laughs> but but uh, it's pretty cool how they did that. It's three seasons, so they have three books. Yeah, Book One is Water, Book Two is Earth, and Book Three is Fire, I believe, because obviously he is the last airbender. He already knows how to, he already knows about air. So the show is very good. Like I said, that first season is, is very lighthearted, um, but it does progressively get um, more adult, a little bit more darker especially um at the very end at the end of book three um it's just an all-out like war battle type situation going on all-out fight but um book one is it's a it's a good intro into the series it it eases you in into um the mechanics of the show of the world um the avatar like i said ang he's uh he's an airbender you have your firebenders you have your waterbenders your earthbenders and your airbenders and he's he's obviously he's the last one because he's the last airbender um he was frozen in time not frozen in time he, he froze in like an iceberg for a hundred years so he he's he's literally 112 years old but uh his body is is of a 12 years old his mind's of a 12 year old as well um it's just that his uh, i don't know how the mechanics work in that but he was frozen i guess like uh like captain america he was frozen for a hundred years there so he reemerges, and it's a whole different time right now it's a whole different situation going on in the world um the fire nation they're they're trying to take over the world they um they pretty much cleared out most of the water tribes there's a few of them that they that are scattered around you have the water tribe in the north and the water tribe in the south uh, basically like the north pole and the south pole and then they've conquered a good amount of the earth kingdom which is like the main like landmass. the fire nation they're they're like in uh, a bunch of islands i, I want to say and the water tribes they're like um some of them are in an island some of them are just like in the just frozen tundra that's just hard to get to and then the earth kingdom they're the biggest kingdom they have like the main the main land like I said, Aang wakes up. He comes out. He emerges, I should say, from the ice about a hundred years later, because um, he's found by Katara and Sokka. They're a brother and sister from the from the Northern Water Tribe, I want to say. And she's uh, she's a waterbender. She's one of the last few waterbenders from her tribe. And 
let's see. She also trained. She becomes Ang's uh, trainer, Ang's master in the art of water, water bending. Um, and she's she's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. She is pretty powerful, especially towards the later seasons. At first, she's just learning. She's kind of learning at the same time as Ang, but she's been practicing for most of her life, so she she gets it a little bit quicker. And then she she can heal with water. I mean, she's she's pretty powerful with her water bending. And like I said, Ang, he's he's an airbender, so he's he's like a master airbender. Airbender, I should say. He grew up in the in the with the air nomads. They're like a like a group of monks that all they do is train and get ready for the for the next avatar. The avatar is a person who reincarnates, I guess. Uh, whenever he passes, his spirit goes into another another person. Like uh, when the last avatar passes, his spirit goes into a, another baby being born somewhere else. And there's a cycle. It's always what is it? it's uh, air, water, earth, uh, fire. So it, it circles around. So the avatar before Aang was Avatar Roku. He was from the Fire Nation, and then we have Aang from the from the air air nomad. So and then if you go down the future, uh, because the, they had another series, a follow up series, uh, Legend of Korra. And she was she was a waterbender. She was originally, and she was she's the next avatar. So it, it's a it's a cycle. It keeps going over and over again. So we also have Sokka. That's Katara's brother. He's not a bender. He's uh he's young. He's what maybe 14, 15 years old, but but he has to step into the role of being like the the protector of his tribe because um their father Katara and Sokka's father and a bunch of the warriors they left to go fight against the Fire Nation. So he's kind of in the role responsibility of protecting the protecting the tribe, taking care of his sister, and he's pretty cool. I mean he he's the main comic relief of the show, but he's also very smart. He's a very good tactician. He might not have like air bending abilities but or or any type of bending air water fire earth but he he's he's a very brave character he's very smart he knows how to use his his mind he knows how to plan make a game plan um sometimes he does it by accident but sometimes he does put his focus into stuff and and he's able to to brainstorm some some way to beat the opponent he's a pretty cool character he's like i said he's he's the main comic relief uh (laughs) he's the butt of most jokes but he he does come in in the clutch a lot of the times i want to say and then we also have um i guess we i guess i, I won't get into top season more of season, season two book two um we have princess ua she's she's uh like the princess from the uh i guess i, I guess i guess the northern tribe because i guess Sokka and katara from the southern tribe actually so she's like a princess and their tribe is much much bigger uh it's a little bit harder for the fire nation to get to them because they're really out there in the in the frozen tundra so she's like i said she's the princess and she's uh she's uh, being set up to marry someone else, uh, another member of a tribe, a warrior, and she falls in love with Sokka, and Sokka equally falls in love with her. Um, that's that's towards the end of the season. It's it's good stuff though. Um, you have like the love triangle, and then she eventually sacrifices herself to save the what was it, the moon spirit because they had the moon spirit and the water spirit. Um, and their spirits are like trapped inside a, a pair of fish, and they swim around this like um private pond. Uh, and it looks like uh like a yin yang symbol almost because one one fish is black one fish is white and they just keep circling because when princess ua was born she was very sick and the i believe it was the moon the moon spirit gave part of her life force to ua to to keep her alive to bring her back so um so when the when the moon spirit is uh killed by one of the fire nation generals she sacrifices herself to 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 give her spirit back into the fish so the fish not the fish the the what am i saying the the moon spirit who's inside the fish to bring bring her back to life so 
so she she i mean i guess she she's still partially alive inside the moon spirit so it's a little bit tragic for Sokka. He, his first real love um he loses her but uh don't worry about Sokka. he he definitely he definitely gets a good rebound in the future we'll we'll get into that in in uh for, in a future episode that's the that's our main trio the main good guys that we follow and then we also follow um prince zuko and general iroh um and prince zuko, zuko is a pretty cool character i'm not gonna lie he he's uh he's banished from his um from his kingdom from the fire nation he's the son of fire lord ozai he has a sister a younger sister um Azu- princess azula but um she she's like uh daddy's little girl she's she's the popular the fi- the favorite one and she i mean honestly she's she's like an evil bitch to tell you the truth she's real mean and zuko he has a he has a good heart he, he like like his mom um and like and like i said they lost their mom when they were younger uh i, I honestly don't know what happened to to her mom there's there's a flashback where she's running away she says bye to zuko um and i believe they they go over it they explain it in one of the comics after the avatar series uh finale but um for all intents and pur- purpose she's gone he loses his mom and then so he just has his dad there and i mean obvious his uncle iroh um but he has he has his fire kingdom he, he's next in line to be the prince but he 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 doesn't have the same the same drive the same spirit to conquer the world like his father does and he, he's more attuned to his uncle general iroh um and his uncle was a was a beast too he was a big big general he was like number one general of the kingdom he was actually supposed to be become the king he's older than uh zuko's father uh ozai but uh at one at a at a crucial battle his his son died in the battle and he pretty much just gave up on on all that stuff on trying to be be the king or whatever i mean he kind of gave up and and ozai kind of <laughs> took the lead there and stepped in and just took the position there so in actual in actuality oh uh general iroh uncle iroh he should have been the king uh or the fire lord i should say but like i said he stepped aside because he lost his son and he fo- kind of found a, another son a surrogate son and his nephew zuko they have a very strong relationship a very strong like a father-son relationship there more definitely more than zuko and his dad zuko at one point he challenges his father in uh what they call it they call it agni kai it's like a one-on-one uh battle for for all the marbles if you want to say and he loses the battle to his father and his father like burns the shit out of his face boy <laughs> like his whole was it the left side is all burned up and scarred up and he banishes his son and he he gets kicked out from the fire nation and uh his uncle goes with him because his uncle's like what i'll go with you and so zuko he just has one purpose left that he feels the only way he can get back into his kingdom is by capturing the avatar um and like i said the avatar has been gone for a hundred years because ang's been frozen in ice so he's been searching he's trying to figure out any clues until eventually um news comes around that the avatar is back he's been flying around helping people helping villages and cities and towns and zuko's on the hunt him and iroh they're they're just trying to catch the avatar to get zuko back into his kingdom i won't get too much into azula because she's really more she she comes up at the very last part of season one and she's she's she gets pretty into the story in the later seasons but uh like i said yeah prince zuko and iroh they're on their path they're trying to catch ang the avatar you have the trio ang Sokka, and and katara and they're just trying to find um uh, a waterbending master to train ang because ang like i said he he's an airbending master but he has to learn waterbending he, and him and katara they're learning 
learning little by little, but but they they don't have a master to teach them all the nitty gritty. So that's that's the main focus of season one. They're trying to find a master. They're trying to go to um the the northern kingdom to the northern water water bending tribe, I should say, to not northern water bending tribe, the northern water tribe, <laughs> so they can learn from a master. Like I said, eventually they get there. That's where they meet uh Princess Yue, and that's where the final battle of the season is held. Fire Nation finds them, and it's a big battle between the Fire Nation, the Water Tribe up there, and the the big thing is that at night when the when the moon's out, especially when it's a full moon, the the Waterbenders they're all they're they're more powerful. Like their their energy is a little bit stronger because they get energy from the moon. And then if it's uh like in the daytime, the Firebenders are stronger because they get their energy from the sun, kind of like Superman, I guess. Like they they're stronger in the sun, and then the Waterbenders they get stronger from the from the moon, especially the full moons. Especially and then there's also like the what was the red moon that they had and then they're like super powerful like so the the fire nation they just have to strategize and wait until the moon goes down so they can attack again um so they hold off fights they they fight they fight in the daytime and they hold up at night and then uh the leader of that crew uh the general was his name um he's like the main villain of of season one i want to say or not general. He actually he got promoted. He got a promotion during the season. Admiral Zhao. He's and he's voiced. I don't know if I said he's voiced by Jason Isaacs. And he he's he's a pretty. I mean he's a he's a villain. He's a villain to our characters. But he's he's just trying to bring his nation up. He's trying to bring the Fire Nation up. He's trying to trying to follow what his king, um, the Fire Lord Ozai, is is preaching. So I can't I can't fault him for that. Um, but he does he does do some dastardly things. He like I said he ends up killing. The moon spirit so that's why ua has to sacrifice herself to save save the moon spirit and then he has a final battle with uh zuko and that's pretty pretty good because they they had a battle during towards the towards the middle of the season they had uh, uh agni kai and zuko he's he's too hot-headed when he's fighting he's a he can't see straight so he lost that battle but later on um because he gets some training from from uh his uncle and he has a little bit more patience he's able to take him out in that last battle and even iroh iroh's a beast when it comes to fire bending too um because some firebenders um they, they i mean they can bend the fire like you had your general armies they they bend fire but some of them are pretty powerful that they can make big, big blasts, uh, fire blasts, and some of them even more powerful that can like, create lightning, which I guess is stronger than fire. I don't know, but like uh, Uncle Iroh, he he can create lightning. He can catch lightning and shoot it back. Um, Zuko can't can't catch lightning. Uh, or he can't create lightning, but he can he can catch it and like send it back. Um, that might have been more towards season two, but uh, but Zuko, like in his own right, he's pretty powerful. I mean, he's the son of the Fire Lord. He's been training since he was a little child he has his uncle there teaching him also trying to trying to calm his mind and and relax him but zuko he's he's a man on a mission he's like i got it i gotta catch this avatar <laughs> i gotta get back to my kingdom i gotta prove to my father that that i'm worthy it's pretty much his only goal and he also has all uh alter ego he he dresses up and conceals his identity as the blue spirit at a couple points during the show especially when he's going up against uh admiral zhao he doesn't he doesn't 
doesn't want him to know that it's him. So, um, and the blue, the, the couple episodes that had the blue spirit is pretty cool. He's, he's like a ninja sneaking in and, and whooping ass. And at one point, he even helps Aang. He saves Aang because he'd rather let Aang be freed than captured by Admiral Zhao. And then he can catch him again later. And then towards the end, towards the last few episodes, he actually catches, he gets Aang. He takes him out from the, from the water tribe and he sneaks off and, and they get stuck out in the middle of like a blizzard. That's the only reason why he wasn't able to, to bring Aang back to his father because they were stuck in like this giant blizzard that was going on. And you get a little bit of backstory there from Zuko. He explains why he, he has to do this, why he has to prove his father wrong, why he has to capture the Avatar and get his um get his respect back. Zuko, Zuko's big on respect. I do say that. Zuko, he's probably my favorite character on the show. I'm not going to lie. And he's very, um he's big on respect and honor. And he, I mean, he, he's part of the Fire Nation, but not all fire people are bad. So he, he definitely, he fight, he'll fight his own people if they're not doing right too. Um, there's, he, he definitely, he definitely has a, a strict code that he goes by, but he also gets blinded by his rage and anger from being banished by his, by his father that he just, he, he wants to capture Aang and get that respect back. Like I said, the main villain of season one, you have Zuko and Iroh. Um, they're always chasing the, the crew. And then you have Admiral Zhao and he, he's, I would say he's the main villain of the first season and they have their final battle in the water tribe uh in uh, uh, uh in the water tribe a big a big war not war a big battle going on and then eventually ang he's able to go into his uh his spirit form if you want to say where he is uh his body gets taken over by past avatars and he can control all the all the all his bending air water fire earth all at once he's like a master he's just he's not even in control he's, he's just his mind is gone and there's like another person takes over and he's it's kind of like um i want to say kind of like going super saiyan but not really because the sands they're still in control it's 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 it, he levels up but he's out of control it's kind of like maybe if, if a person turned into like a werewolf you know like where you become more stronger but you're not in control that's kind of where ang's at in the first season when he goes into the avatar state so he goes in there he he um kind of like fuses if you want if you want to get back to the dragon ball analogy he fuses with uh with the water spirit and they become this giant like uh a water monster type thing and he's able to take out the the fire nation pretty much and zuko zuko takes out um Admiral Zhao. it's pretty it's pretty epic to say the least like from the first episode to the to the to the season finale is it's pretty epic i'm not gonna lie so ang and qatar eventually after the battle they they learn everything they need to learn from airbending or at least qatar she becomes she's becomes a master her master says that she's not the new master so now she's gonna be um ang's teacher so she's she starts to teach ang the the t- t- a couple of the harder moves and then it's on to uh the next the next uh master that they gotta find they gotta find an earth earth bending master so it's on to the earth kingdom for season two and it has a pretty pretty cool um not not like a cliffhanger ending but like a, a nice little stinger at the end with uh fire lord ozai um because we only see him in a couple scenes during the season and flashbacks this time we see him and he's talking to his daughter azula and she's pretty much t- or he tells her uh capture capture the avatar uh capture your brother and and we'll be all good and she 
just puts on like an evil smirk, an evil smile. She's like, you, you got it, dad. I got you. And that's pretty much how the season ends. Or should I say book one, water? That's how it ends. And like I said, it's a, it's a really good show. Um, it might take, it might take you to, to the end of that season. You got to binge it to get to the end of that season to really get into it. Cause on the first couple episodes, it's just introducing you to the characters, a little bit of filler. But once the, once the story really kicks into gear, it really, it really picks up and then it's going to lead into the next two seasons, the next two books. Um, if I were to give it a rating for, for just the first season, it's, um, it's pretty good. It, I, I, it's, a, it's definitely a solid, a solid seven, 7.5. It's not the greatest show out there. It's not the greatest cartoon. It's not the greatest season of Avatar, but it's definitely good. It's, it's a good intro to the characters. You, you're start learning about the characters. You start learning about the world, about bending, water bending, especially air bending, fire bending. Um, there's a few earthbenders that they run into. The overall, it's a really, really good intro season. Um, the, the whole series is kind of like a trilogy because you have your three seasons. So it's the origin story pretty much. So the next one will have, um, it will be book two, uh, season two, book two earth. Um, and that'll be in a, in a future episode. But before we end it, I'd like to give a quick shout out to one of my affiliates and I'm talking about Buzzsprout. So today is a great day to start your own podcast, whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcasting directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard, and when you have the right partners and you have the team at Buzzsprout, which is passionate about helping you succeed, join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. So if you join from the link in my description, you'll get a twenty dollar credit for a paid sign up for Buzzsprout. Once again, once again, I should say that's Buzzsprout. B U Z Z S P R O U T. Buzzsprout. Like I said. Join from the link in my description and you'll get a $20 credit for a paid sign up. And with that being said, it looks like the ship has returned to the dock. So ladies and gentlemen, guys and gals, as always, thank you for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Have a good one. (laughs) 